the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so empty without me. The economy has never been worse when it comes to inflation, when it comes to stagflation, when it comes to unemployment, the amount of Americans on welfare. Now, I understand that's only building the Democrat base. The amount of Americans who are late on their credit card payments and on their mortgages were being denied different applications and mortgages and the cost of those charge cards. It's never been worse. So to simply talk about immigration, that's low-hanging fruit. And that's not really what I'm interested in, although it's going to be discussed and it is clearly part of the problem. But it's really part of the plan. You see, this is why I don't tolerate morons. Those who are not interested in politics or those willful idiots that vote Democrat because they think it's a party rather than a mafia. You're the reason we're in this predicament. You're the idiots who put in this cohort of corruption, this dimwit in diapers, and this mafia system. And that is destroying the quality of our lives. And see, life is finite. That's what most people who don't care about life, they try to ignore it. But you only have a certain amount of time. I don't have time for Democrat morons or the areas they destroy. I don't have time for it. But when you see a blatant define of an obligation of the only thing these political whores are supposed to do, which is to mitigate and navigate the economy instead of corrupt and bastardize it and then go off to mansions that their bust-out asses could never buy if they weren't selling political power. And yeah, I'm talking specifically of the dimwit in diapers. A meeting between President Biden and Speaker McCarthy ended up getting postponed. They were supposed to actually meet today with three other members of Congress. See, you work for me. You wrinkled-ass whore that you pretend to be a gangster. You get your dementia face and your stupid cohorts, and you sit in the meeting, and you either raise the debt ceiling, negotiate the cost, accept the bill that was passed by the only body that can pass laws, Congress, or we're going to impeach you. But that's not what I hear from the Republicans. Instead, the discussion has been rescheduled for next week. A source tells NBC News that the meetings are showing progress, despite the fact that today's meeting got postponed. Now, the people who cannot afford this and navigate, these are the morons that ignore politics. That's the very part of our society that is supposed to be focused, to crawl their way out of mediocrity and not to welfare roach their way into prosperity. But unfortunately, that's why we have all these talks of reparations and the rest of it. Because this is the only way that people in these Democrat ghettos can survive. And when you hear manhands, someone who is elected to nothing, who is control of everything in our economy, 
Janet Yellen, tell you that banks are good? That's when you know it's really bad. In two months, almost to the date, we've had four U.S. lenders fail. But the administration continuously says that the banking sector is sound and resilient. Is that a fair assessment when you look at the regional banking sector? Well, the regional banks have been under some stress, but I think the banks that have failed have had some very unique characteristics that have made them vulnerable. Um, The banks that failed tended to have um, substantial um, losses, mark-to-market losses on their hold-to-maturity portfolio. So although their regulatory capital wasn't impaired, um, their tangible equity was diminished. Now, do you know what that is, Squirrel? That's political whore, fraudulent con artists speak for. The loans aren't being paid, you moron. The companies that own the money, that owe the money, can't pay them. They're going out of business. They're firing employees because they're drowning in the feudalism that the Democrat mafia is assuring. And in the meantime, their plan isn't to succeed in our definition. It's to fail so they can forever bastardize our economy. That is the plan. And that is why they don't have the same agenda we do. And they were bribed to do this. They were bribed by enemies, foreign and domestic. So the morons in your life, the never-Trumpers or the Democrat voters, they don't understand that. And they don't care. And by casting a vote or by simply sitting on the sidelines, they're the ones who are culpable for this. So let them understand that in the rebuilding of American economy, we're still going to do better than you because you don't understand. You're too entertained by men in costumes chasing balls. On the subject of these sweeping mandates related to electric vehicles that the Biden administration has imposed, including now for our military, the metals needed to make the lithium-ion batteries in those vehicles are, of course, lithium, nickel, graphite, and cobalt. Now, can you tell me what nation is the largest producer of refined lithium in the world? No, I can't. It's China. Can you tell me which nation is the largest producer of refined cobalt in the world? No, Senator. It's China. Do you know what nation is the largest exporter of natural graphite to the United States globally? No, Senator. It's China. Okay. So in all of these instances, these mandates, your decision to trade off our energy security in favor of a radical climate change agenda is making us more and more dependent on China. And at the same time, you are denying mining, blocking mining, blocking permits for mines in this country. Because they're paid to by the recipients of our money, China. That's why they bribe Democrats. From all the way in the sewer city of Chicago, which was once great and destroyed by the Democrat mafia. Short in the pants. But what are you, squirrel? Are you a Cubs or a Sox fan? You freaking dummies. In the meantime, they're paid and bribed to do so by the Chinese Communist Party. And they're hoping you are a Cubs or a Sox fan. Because now you're too stupid to understand exactly what's been going on. And we could talk about the border, but remember something. This is the plan of the Democrat Mafia, because the worse the problem is, the more failure the government perpetrates, the more money and the more power they get. And in the grand scheme of things, we, the once superpower, are getting weaker by the day because the asset of enemies, foreign and domestic, some call president, the one with the glazed dementia stare, 
He's been bribed to take down our country and strengthen others. I moved ahead of Russia, Italy, Brazil, France, UK from number 10 to number 5 in size of my GDP. Before the pandemic, I was the fastest growing large economy on the planet. And after the pandemic, I am the fastest growing large economy on the planet. This story, ladies and gentlemen, has just begun. When will you think you are a successful startup nation? And I had said, the day an Indian mother is willing to give her daughter in marriage to a young startup. This was about a change of mindset. This was about... India is the I in BRICS. All countries de-dollarizing. All countries that are turning away from our currency. All countries that are aware of the Ponzi scheme that is our government economy. And in the meantime, you're not going to believe this. Peace is breaking out across the world. And guess who's not in the talks? A quick handshake and cold smiles. The foreign ministers of Syria and Turkey met in Moscow, along with their counterparts from Russia and Iran, in the first official encounter since war broke out in Syria in 2011. Russia is leading efforts to bridge the divide between the two countries, and Sergei Lavrov says the plight of refugees is of the utmost importance. Wait, I thought the war, and I thought the sanctions, I thought we were going to break the backs. The saboteur, the asset of these oligarchs in Russia and a pretend country of Ukraine have been bribing the Biden administration and Democrats to do exactly what's happening. And the whole time, what about the meeting? I'm busy. A meeting between President Biden and Speaker McCarthy ended up getting postponed. They were supposed to. Are you kidding me? There's no postponing the meeting on the economy, you morons. See, this is why when they make you nervous, the government shut down. It's shut down right now. You go through Caligula for nerds called Washington, D.C. All the offices are locked. Nobody's there. It's like every state and county building in Crook County. Nobody's there but the people who clean up. And in the meantime, we're being outmaneuvered. For all of us here, facilitating the safe and voluntary return of refugees and internally displaced persons to their places of permanent residence in Syria and ensuring their right to be supported is a key principle. Russia is proposing a roadmap for the resumption of diplomatic ties between Ankara and Damascus. After the meeting, Turkish Foreign Minister Mevlut Cavusoglu tweeted... Is this boring? Would you rather talk about the Cubs? This is the the oil market in general, Saudi Arabia, the entire Middle East, Turkey, we, the money, the coups, the, the killings we perpetrated for what? For nothing, which is more evidence we should have never been involved in the first place. And once again, we were on the wrong side of foreign policy. Isn't that why Joe Biden was elected? What's Joe Biden's answer? What's he doing? I signed the bipartisan infrastructure law and the Inflation Reduction Act, the largest investment in climate, environmental justice and conservation ever anywhere Period. What he did is hamper American companies and enrich the communist Chinese parties, the African mineral producing countries that kill their own people and still practice slavery. But don't worry, this is about equity. Secretary Buttigieg has appeared where you're standing now and discussed how federal funds will be used to um, redesign urban areas that are assessed to uh, contain uh, infrastructure that was racist in its original design and its original uh, execution. Are you collaborating with him on that effort? Are any of the infrastructure funds you're talking about being used for that purpose? 
Well, as you know, equity is really important to the president of the United States for the very simple reason. that Yes, it's the same Joe Biden that hung around with Robert Byrd, a grand wizard poobah in the Ku Klux Klan, inbred rat Democrats. He thinks that unless we go forward together, it's hard to go forward at all. That's the first thing to remember. And this- That's Landry from New Orleans, because they're slightly less corrupt than Ukraine was before we started to give it $120 billion. What's the dummy going to do with our energy? The Biden administration has announced new regulations on power plants. The Environmental Protection Agency says it will limit carbon emissions from existing coal and gas plants, forcing them to cut their greenhouse gas output by as much as 90 percent or they could face closure. The new 90 percent. That sounds like a lot, doesn't it? Squirrel? I mean, even a CPS student, even a Sox and Cubs fan can figure out that's a lot rule impacts plants that generate about a quarter of U.S. greenhouse gases. It follows an EPA proposal to make two-thirds of passenger vehicles electric or zero carbon by 2032. It takes into account, uh, you know, all of the energy uh, requirements and needs of this country uh, in a way that doesn't compromise reliability, but the impacts to costs are also extremely negligible. Yeah, sure. The energy companies are going to raise their costs 90%, but the, it, it won't get passed on to you. So while these morons are talking about football and baseball and basketball and other costume playing sports, all the poor people, all the people that are barely getting by, all the single mothers and all the fathers that work two jobs, your costs are going through the roof. But do you know where the Bulls are in the standings for the playoffs? How about the Bears? Morons. 312-642-5600. Cubs win! Cubs win! Cubs win! Cubs win! Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. My brother-in-law, who was a tremendous athlete, I believe he was... uh, Tried out for the Sox is mad at me. Why are you bum rapping fans and not those idiots that have a show about nothing? Because there's people that listen to that. What are you doing listening to that? You listening to that? How could you not know the policies that have allowed men to go into the bathroom with your daughters in school? You didn't see it coming? We saw it coming here on this station. We've been talking about this for four fracking years. We warned you exactly what would happen. If it was allowed to have the biggest political whore in American political history pretend to be the president, let alone pretend to not have dementia. We spent our time day in and day out, the research of exactly how crooked this cabal of corruption is. You guys are listening to morons, fat slobs who couldn't do a push-up if I had a 38 to their ear. You're listening to them talk about sports. That's the problem. George in Naperville. Sean, I was in the AM560 morning show listening audience when a junkyard dog got out. Then I realized it was you protecting your friends, Dan and Amy. Yeah, I don't like them. guys who drool over men in costumes. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't book a private jet to get your boxing gloves that you hide in a humidor at your cigar shop in Elmer's. Well, I'll be there Monday morning at 1030, and I'll be there Tuesday morning, and I'll be there Wednesday morning, and I'm hoping... Everybody who wants a piece shows up. Cream Puff Jim, you coming over? I got, co- I got yeah, yeah. coffee cake there. You'll love it, but you can only have a two or three pieces, you feck. Go ahead. Anyway, 
Happy Mother's Day to your wife, and, and I think you're the you're the safe mother. Yeah, my mother passed mother. away. Yeah, so did Dan's mother pass away, but that didn't stop two scumbags from saying they wanted to have sex with her. Well, anyway, I, I was just going to say that I was at the Jewel, and a guy said I got a smartphone. And I said, "Really?" I said, "What is that?" It doesn't he goes, "Let me show you." I guess George Santos took a hot stove from the orphan of the storms. <laughs> Creep up, Jim. You know I never liked that scumbag. I don't like liars. I, I can smell him a mile away. I anyway, sure, I know you did. Yeah. That's tug and cheek. You have a great, you have a great weekend. Your wife with oh, Mother's Day. You thank you, thank you. You should have a shirt that says "Tongue and Cheek" on it. Uh, James on the south side. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Good, brother. How are you? Good, good. good. Love listening to you. I don't get to uh, hear all all your show the whole time, but I want to say I heard you this morning on Dan and Amy, and you said something amazing, and it uh, was outstanding. You said grown men know more about sports than they do about the politics that are destroying the lives for their kids, and that couldn't be truer. It's disgraceful, Jim. You want to know my opinion of this was when I was a kid. I, I used to play football in high school, believe it or not. And I will never forget, there was a fat slob of a guy. He used to come out, and I, I was a linebacker, and his son played linebacker, but his son didn't play. I played. And he used to come out and yell at his kid. And I used to look at this piece of garbage. And, not, and, and you know, I, I, I couldn't get in trouble. Otherwise, I would have beat him senseless, even as a kid. And I would watch this idiot screaming at his kid. And I'm thinking to myself, this is a man? This is a man screaming at his kid over a fracking high school football game. You think he ever provided the financial security that kid and his mother really needed? They're not men. Those guys aren't men. Those guys are cowards no. who hide in a no, fantasy he, life where they're not fat pigs and they're able I to do a, a jumping jack. Yeah. No, I played sports my whole life. I was in the Marine Corps. I, I boxed. I coached boxing. And That's a I sport. I don't even follow that stuff. No, men don't do that. Men don't do that. No. I appreciate it, James. You know, and I'm not knocking my brother-in-law or guy. I understand. And if you have the means to provide for your family and carve six hours a day to watch guys in costumes run around, good for you. But you better be able to provide the financial stability for your wife and kids. And you better be a man. Don't be, don't be fantasizing. It sounds a little creepy to me. Like that woman who charged Trump with rape. John in Portage Park. Yeah, good afternoon. I have uh, the perfect reply when somebody says they want to bone your mom. <laughs> it's uh, from sixth grade. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's, well, my father. I got to tell you, I've been mad all was, fracking day, brother. I've been my, mad my, all my day. Father, my, fa my father was almost your father, but he had to leave his place in the line because he didn't have change for a tent. Oh, but nice going, John. Thank you very much. The audacity of that. Say it. See, I say this. What I'm saying now. This is not a show. By the way, it doesn't take four of me to do a show. This is how I live my life. I'll say it to your face. I'll say it to Joe Biden's face. His scumbag, crack smoking son. And I really want to say it to all of their faces. But these cowards, most of them, these guys who hide from reality, they only say it into a microphone. I'll be more than happy to accommodate any of you. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how are you tonight? Excellent. First thing I want to do is wish you all the mothers out there a happy Mother's Day. Me too. And the Me next too. thing, I, did you listen to uh, Dan and Amy's show this morning? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've been doing push-ups all day, yes. 
Yeah, with this moron that came on there and made that kind of comment? Yeah, yep. Well, what do you think? You want to... Uh, I invited him, him and all his fans, and anybody that wants to defend what he did, I invite you all. Almer Cigaros, Monday morning at 10.30. I'll be there at about 1.30. Then I like to drive yeah. around, listen to my news. But I could use a workout in the morning. Come by. And now and I'm going to give you the... I'm going to give you the... Now you can't leave. So come on in. I'll take the sign down. All the Democrat what? morons, I'll take it down for, for the morning on Monday. All right? We got a deal? What about this, what about this postponing these... Uh, That's what meetings. Democrats... And the people who support them do. That's what they do. They hide. They're cowards. He doesn't want the meeting. He's got the country on the track of failure that he was bribed to do. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Tom McDonough is the Tunnel to Towers Director of National Golf Series. Tom, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? John, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Well, I have never been prouder to talk to somebody from an organization, and I mean that. I remember, like yesterday, I think most of us do, how this charity was spawned out of a tragedy, arguably the biggest tragedy of 80, 90, 100 years since Pearl Harbor. And um, I think it's a fantastic organization. Uh, thank you. I, I do, too. I, I love working there. And uh, Steve Silla was a friend of mine. Uh, and on September 11th, uh, Steve Silla had just finished his uh, night shift at Squad One in Park Slope, Brooklyn. Uh, he was on his way home to play in uh, golf outing with his three brothers when he heard on his scanner that a plane had hit the World Trade Center. Steve was in Squad 1, as I mentioned. Uh, that's an elite firefighting unit for the FDNY. Um, he heard that the plane hit the towers, turned his car around, went back to his firehouse, grabbed all his gear, um, and drove to the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. Um, the tunnel into Manhattan was closed for security purposes. Um, so Steve grabbed all his gear and started to run the 1.7 miles uh, through the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. Um, these turned out to be his final footsteps, but he was able to take part in a rescue effort that saved thousands and thousands of people's lives that day. You know, it's funny, Tom. When that happened, in my personal life, I had a newborn. And it's funny because parents, all parents of character, have a concern, in particular when the babies are born and they're new, and you, no matter what your kids are, and that is to provide a home for them. And you go to work when you're sick and when you're tired, and you worry. And I've had friends of mine that were fighting life-threatening illnesses, and they're all worried about providing that financial stability. And what you've managed to tap is that peace of mind you're giving these heroes, these fallen heroes. And I just, I, I, I think it's fantastic. I mean, absolutely fantastic. I am so proud to be a part of it and support it and do the commercials. And that must be what you feel every single day, even though... You're dealing with absolute tragedy because you were started in September 11th, but you're operating 22 years now, and that's the fascinating uh, part. Uh, absolutely, and uh, it's you know we're, we're fortunate. We live in the greatest country 
in the history of civilization. Um, as a citizen of this country, it's it's our duty to take care of those who who make tremendous sacrifices for us uh, on a daily basis. The people who protect us um, at home and abroad. Um, and our, our our basic mission is if you know some, somebody with the, with the young family. Um, is is lost in the line of duty, either a gold star family or fallen first responders. Uh, we're going to uh, do our best to take care of them and pay off their mortgages. And we're not naive. It's um, it doesn't uh, solve all their problems, but it takes one big problem off their plate. I've got two questions for you, and then we'll go on to talk about our golf hunting. Two questions. Sure. Now that you've been in business for 22 years, and I look at my own kid, who's that age. Do you have any of the kids that you've helped bring that financial stability or their mothers come back and work for you? I'm curious. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, we do, um, e- either in volunteer roles, and we have had a couple of um, uh, family, because it, it is, it's like a family. Of course, um, yeah. We're, we're, you know, this is the least we can do to I- to. to to these great heroes, um, and often um, their their families become part of our, uh, you know, a, a very intricate part of our organization. And and some do come back and have worked for us, and many have come back and volunteered for us. Now, AM five sixty, our my station here in Chicago is having a golf outing, and you guys are going to be a part of it. I know how busy you are. Will you be there, or will you have a liaison that I can give a check? No, to? no, I will be there, and I'm. I'm Probably will be joined as well by um, uh, one of our board members, Jack Ohm, who's a retired uh, New York City b- battalion chief. Uh, I'm fortunate to work with him. He's an absolutely uh, inspirational guy, and we're, we're both looking forward to coming out there. I'm looking forward to meeting you, and uh, I'm even looking forward to handing you a check, which is not something I say often. Uh, I don't well, believe you have high heels on, so right. it's going to be a new thing for me. But, however, I am looking forward to meeting you, and I am so proud to be affiliated with you and your organization, and what a wonderful thing. And for $11 a month, anybody that can support Tunnel to Towers, you go to t2t.org, and you spend the best $11 a month you can spend. I can't thank you enough for being a part of the station and coming out, and I truly am looking forward to meeting you. Okay. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, and uh, hello to all your listeners. Thank you very much. We'll be back with your calls and comments. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I'm saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig and an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560, the answer. All gave some. Really? Some gave all. Very exciting. Very, very exciting. Now, the failure is strategic for a multitude of reasons. Number one, government is the only industry on the planet that the more it fails, the more money it gets, the more power it gets, the more control it gets. Ironically, the American government is most incentivized to fail because they weren't given that control from conception. See, we're the only country where these idiots, these morons, they're supposed to answer to us, but they call off meetings They give away our money. They bribe their friends. But it's getting to be a little undeniable. And my favorite part is watching the Democrat-run mafia sewers that were once great. New York, New Jersey, Chicago, California. 
Even they're getting a hard time denying this reality of their failure and their corruption. What we do is we enforce the law. But let me just say this. (laughs) You're not. (laughs) It is stunning to me, stunning to hear you say that the prior administration reunited children with their parents. Oh, I see. When so this fact, is their fault? When in so fact... You're not going to take any responsibility for the indentured servitude and exploitation of children that is happening on your watch. A moment ago, you were crowing about the fact that you treated children so well, and yet we find tens of thousands of children who are forced to work as slaves because of your policies, and you turn around and blame a prior administration. Mr. Secretary, this is par for the course for you. You do it every time you appear before this committee. You do it every time you appear before Congress. I, for one, am sick and tired of it, and thousands of children are in physical danger. Danger because of what you are doing. You should have resigned long ago, and if you cannot change course. See, the, the thing about being a Democrat, you'll never get fired. Just look around. They don't get fired once they got the clout and the bribery schemes. But the good news is, I'm going to make you feel really good. There are states of character that are taking matters into their own hands. Just this afternoon, House Republicans in Congress did pass a new border security bill. And as our political reporter Jack Fink will share with you now, the state launched a new effort to address illegal immigration just this week. Oh, you, you thought that was the Congress with these idiots in Washington? No, 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 squirrel. This is... Texas government. Today we are deploying a new National Guard unit. It's called the Texas Tactical Border Force. This week, 450 National Guard members in this new unit boarded C. These are the National Guards that weren't sent over to Africa to hold up dictators who enslaved their own people and that the Biden administration sends billions of dollars to. You do remember that, right? The United States will commit $55 billion to Africa over the next three years. Just to the slave masters. Here, hold on. Here's Texas again. 130 aircraft and Black Hawk helicopters heading to hotspots along the southern border in El Paso, Brownsville, and other areas. The governor said they'll have night vision equipment and riot gear to intercept and turn back migrants who try to enter Texas. In addition, Abbott said he's hoping new bills will pass in Austin that will make it a felony for a migrant to cross into Texas illegally. That felony will entitle us to be able to do one of two things, either to arrest these people and jail them for a felony or alternatively to return them back to Mexico. The governor. So go in where the Democrats scourge stole the uh, gubernatorial election in Arizona and where they helped to steal it in Washington, D.C. Go to Arizona. And there's another state you can't go to. Border crisis is one of the country's biggest political issues. And Florida's governor has made it one of his as well. Today he signed a sweeping immigration bill into law. Glenna Milberg is in the newsroom with a look. And it's one of the state's most controversial new laws. No doubt it will affect families and industries right here in South Florida. It even got a response from the Biden administration late today calling it the governor's political stunt. All right, here we go, guys. The governor signed off on state law by signaling national implications. Uh, It is causing huge, huge problems, and it's going to get a lot worse this week with the expiration of Title 42. The governor and conservative legislature calls the new law an answer to the surge of migrants at the border, plus political inaction to fix complicated humanitarian and security issues. People are going to come if they get benefits 
And so what you want to do is say there's not benefits for coming illegally. The wide-ranging law requires employers to check worker status through E-Verify, raises penalties for human trafficking, bans undocumented people from getting IDs and driver's licenses, and requires hospitals to report costs for their care. There are federal dollars dedicated for that, so there doesn't need to be any state charge for any of... See, this is a a, a media outlet in uh, Miami, so they're going to try to attack it but they can't and their argument is no 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 the federal government sends the money because this talking mannequin moron doesn't understand where the money really comes from it leaves florida first stupid they're not giving you money you did they didn't take from you in the first place that's how government works dummy the things that we're talking about democrats and south florida advocates call the new law overbroad we're really just hard-working people that want to be left alone but you don't want to follow the law You don't want to follow the law. And that makes you a criminal. And now you're not entitled to free stuff. That want to, uh, you know, protect and support their families. But not the country. The one you broke into. That one you don't want to do? The new law also funds a migrant trans... You know what I think, too, is aggravating, Squirrel? Today, we... Was today payday? I can't remember. All I know is 50% of my money goes to this extortion mafia where not a pansy can do a push-up or will meet me at the Elmer Cigar House, just like the guys from the score. 114 West Park Avenue, Monday morning, 1030. Sport program, a more official version of the Florida tax-funded trips for 50 Venezuelans taken from the border to Martha's Vineyard last year. Now that I'll pay my taxes for. I'll buy the ticket. Get them on and get them out. I like that. In fact, the state just selected three companies to carry out that transport program. One was the company paid to do those original flights, which has been paid for more than it carried out. There's another one. There's another good law. He's saying, Squirrel, you'll like this. This morning, Governor Ron DeSantis uh, was... It signed a series of bills to impact health care. One of the largest includes making COVID policies across the state permanent. He was in Destin where he signed this legislation. You see it right here. This would make um, it illegal for businesses and schools to mandate COVID vaccines. It expands protections for those who don't want to receive shots under emergency use authorization. If they want to adopt something, if a county or someone in Florida wants to adopt, they've got to get it approved by the state of Florida Department of Health. There has to be. You know why he did that, Squirrel? Because there's still a couple welfare roach Democrat counties here. So they can't mandate their businesses any kind of fascism like Illinois is very comfortable doing, from even telling businesses what to pay people. How do you like that? Well, what do you expect from a trust fund baby? Be some uh, imprimatur on any of these things. We want to be a buffer against flawed guidance and with the prospect of... I heard that fat pig at the score does yoga with J.B. Pritzker. Is that true? The big fat pig? WHO and this this so-called treaty, uh, I think they're really looking to institutionalize lockdown policies, and that will not happen here. The package also included two other... That will not happen here. See, states still have the right to govern themselves. This is the good news. So as the Democrat sewers wallow in failure, become more dangerous, and third world hellholes, like uh, Spike Lee named Chirac, as that continues to happen, good people will continue to flee. That's how it works. Matt, South Bend. Sean, I uh, just want to say it. It's going to be important to try and fend off those people coming across the border. I just saw maybe a, a big screen with Mayorkas' face saying, 
go back to where you came from. I think if you want to scare them, you'll use Dr. Awardi in Chicago. That's how you scare people to go back to Venezuela and third world hellholes. You should put her up there in a bikini. Nobody will come across. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so I heard a story today, and the minute I did, I thought of my next guest. The problem I have with collectivism is that the people that are taking away our rights have theirs constantly protected. The political whores don't subjugate themselves to the same rules they cast upon the new American slaves. The good news is that our laws are supposed to be a shield of our unalienable rights. That's why I like when they're upheld. New at 11, a Virginia judge has struck down federal laws banning the sale of handguns to adults younger than 21. The judge ruled it's unconstitutional because it violates the Second Amendment. In the U.S., you must be 21 to buy a handgun, but only 18 to buy a rifle or shotgun. It's the same in Virginia, but this ruling does not impact state laws. The Justice Department is expected to appeal the ruling. The American Justice Department is going to appeal the ruling that upholds the Second Amendment for citizens. To give you any idea what the government in America is in the year 2023, my next guest is very passionate about rights because he lived, he's born of parents that had their rights taken away by communism. He's one of my favorite people to talk to. He is Luis Valdez. He is the Florida State Director of Gun Owners of America. Luis, thanks for joining me again. How are you? How you doing, my brother from another mother? How goes everything? Excellent. I, I really, when I heard this, I'm like, we got to get, we got to get Lewis on the show. And the reality is, Lewis, I think that this all should be thrown away if we bring it to the right court. The problem is, most of these Democrat sewers have corrupted judges, like the ones in Illinois, whose wife is the. Uh, uh, the, the crooked alderman, Ed Burke, his wife is a Supreme Court justice. So you start to lose confidence when you see that in, the, in America today, you don't have judges that love the law. You have political assets. So this is really a bigger victory than it's getting credit for, isn't it? This is a tremendous victory. And again, this is all feeding off one Supreme Court case. Actually, three important Supreme Court cases. The first was Deller, Heller v. D.C., then McDonald v. Chicago, and now uh, the New York's uh, State Rifle Pistol Association v. Bruin. And Bruin's made it plain as day. Text, history, and tradition is how laws must be judged when it relates to the Second Amendment. And the judge in Virginia specifically did just that. He ruled by a text, history, and tradition. He looked at... Uh, American history and said, hmm, let's see, in 1791, did we ban anyone under the age of 21 from legally purchasing firearms? Nope. Can't exist today. I love this. I really do. But I'm also irritated by the idea that a Department of Justice has been so politicized that they will appeal this and they'll try to get it before the Supreme Court. 
In which case, what do you think, how do you predict it'll come out in the Supreme Court? I think the Supreme Court is going to smack down the Department of Justice in a very nasty style because the Supreme Court was the ones that said text, history, and tradition must be the cornerstone in judging any and all gun-related laws. And it's quite interesting because we're having the same fight here in Florida. We have an under-21 purchase ban that is state law for banning anyone from purchasing um, long guns, let alone handguns. And it went. it's going through the, uh, the federal circuit right now. A three-judge panel unanimously ruled in favor of the ban. Now, mind you, this is post-Bruin. They ruled with the two-step process, uh, trying to balance public safety versus individual rights, and they claim public safety outweighed individual rights. But it's not going to an en banc review, and I have a feeling that the same thing's going to happen. The en banc review is going to smack those three judges upside the head and say, um, did you not read the Supreme Court's orders, text, history, and tradition? Are you guys brain-addled troglodytes? Are you related to Joe Biden in any way? Yeah. Yes, yes. And you know why I love having you on? Because I want my listeners to know you were a police officer for 15 years in law enforcement. Ultimately, the cowards in Washington, they'll never come to my house and try to get my gun. They'll send a police officer who ironically is sworn to uphold my rights. And this is something you and I have talked about before. But what this really is, is a validation that laws are to be upheld. We're not anti-law, but if you try to infringe on my unalienable rights, I'm going to do what I did as a 14-year-old working at the Southwater Market, which is a produce market in the, in the once great city, now a sewer of corruption in Chicago. At 14, I didn't care what the laws were. I was armed. My cousin was my boss. He handed me a gun on my first day, said, this is a dangerous world, kid. Something goes sideways, you shoot and run. But I wasn't going to be a criminal. I was going to defend myself against people that were there to harm me. That is what this country is based on. But if you, the government, takes away my laws, you're in essence making me a criminal for defending myself. And that really is the goal, because now you can use this as a weapon to take away everything, right? That's exactly what they want to do. They want to make it to where the simple possession of a firearm in of itself is a criminal act. The government wants to have a monopoly of power on violence. And the reason why they want that is then that makes us dependent on them for protection. Just like how it was in the good old days of knights and kings and all that crap that that they try to make seem like a fairy tale. When in reality, it would stir them in political slavery. They want it to be that they could lord over us as a new class of nobility. And we go to them and say, thank you for keeping us safe from the hordes, my lord. No. That ain't the American way of life. The American way of life is very simple. I protect myself, my loved ones, and my property. I bow to no one. No one is my king. My home is my kingdom, and I will defend it. And you know what's funny? They all come from failed cities, failed counties, and failed states. Democrats are all coming from areas that have parabolic statistics on crime and mayhem. They're third world countries, and they still can't learn. That the criminal is not going to pay attention to any law. The strictest gun laws, arguably, are in the city of Chicago. And it has mayhem after mayhem after mayhem. And they blame other states for the actions of their citizens. But I often wonder how many good people and women are harmed because the laws are so arduous and so expensive that they can't afford it. Because, after all, they're living in poverty, another side effect of Democrat 
run hellholes. Uh, why doesn't anybody point this out about Merrick Garland, a failure from Chicago, once again trying to disarm honest people to assure that only criminals have weapons? Well, luckily, we have pointed out that he is a failure from Chicago trying to disarm the law-abiding and arm the criminal class. And I think we've done a very excellent job in pointing that out because, as we've seen, the Americans speak very loudly with their pocketbooks. What a, in this horrible economy of high inflation and job loss and everything else, what is skyrocketing right now? You know what? Let me put a finger on that. Oh, I know. Gun sales. The law-abiding public has said enough is enough, and they are spending their hard-earned dollars on firearms to protect themselves, their loved ones, their businesses, and their homes. Illinois also has an, a, a, a slob of a trust fund baby instead of a man as a governor. And he's protected by very heavily armed security, as he has been his entire life. And yet he wants to assure that it's more difficult for the honest person in Illinois that is trying to fend off the Democrat scoundrels from Chicago and has to be in fear every time they drive in these Democrat areas. And uh, I'm wondering how you think the future will hold in Illinois, as they are arguably the most aggressive state to take away the Second Amendment. I think Illinois has already had their butts beat enough times in the courts, and apparently they haven't learned. You know, the definition of insanity is constantly doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Apparently, Illinois keeps thinking that they could get a different result. Well, Bruin is going to smack them upside the head very hard on this, especially because you have that case out in California um, with um, Judge Benitez. As a fellow Cuban-American, I thank him for, you know, he fled the dictatorship that was Fidel Castro from Havana, and he knows what the Second Amendment's all about. And Very soon, I have a feeling that the Illinois assault weapons ban is going to be kaputs. Because you already had one judge rule via text history and tradition, and then you had another judge that tried to do again the two-step ruling, which, guess what, that's not going to go anywhere. And now you have an internal split within the courts in Illinois. It's going to go up to the higher court levels, and the higher court levels are going to be like, um, Scoutus already gave us marching orders, you idiots. You're wrong on this. Well, the first judge was right. It's funny, Lewis, because um, that same governor, I talk about the trust fund baby who never earned a dollar in his life, put up a tremendous amount of money to assure that we do have two ass barnacles of Democrats that are on the Supreme Court in Illinois. That's what my big fear is. If they're beat in the Supreme Court of Illinois, they still have recourse to go to the Supreme Court of the country, correct? Well, already the case that I'm talking about, it's already in the federal system. So the Supreme oh. Court of Illinois has no touch on this. Oh, good. This is good news. This is good news. And I'm wondering, um, Florida passed a law that the Democrat morons predicted would be catastrophic, and that was constitutional carry. Is there any new data on the crime statistics that have already been falling during COVID in, the, in, one, of, in one of the best run, if not the best run state in the country? Are there any parabolic numbers of murder and mayhem when you put them alongside, say, Chicago or New York? Well, for one thing, Florida didn't pass a constitutional carry law. We passed a permitless concealed carry law. We're still one of the only states in the country, alongside Illinois, New York, and California, that bans open carry, sadly. But it's starting July 1st. um, No one living in Florida will need a permit to uh, carry a firearm if they're legally able to own it. And same thing for anyone that visits Florida. But in terms of crime statistics, 
we've already had constitutional carry passed in 25 states. And the only thing we've noticed is, has there been an uptick in self-defense shootings? Yes. Why? Because the law-abiding public realizes, hey, I don't need to jump through a government loophole to, uh, to exercise my rights. This is great. And yeah. they defend themselves. And so you have an uptick in self-defense shootings, but that's not an uptick in crime. That's just an uptick in people defending themselves. And then after that, you have a plummet of crime because criminals start learning, wait, you mean anyone could be armed? Yeah, I'm going to go apply my trade somewhere else. You know, with Democrats, nothing is ever what it seems. This is the beauty of growing up in these mafias. You, you figure this out if you have an IQ over 60. And they know full well they can't confiscate all the guns. They also know, how are you going to confiscate something that somebody doesn't have to buy but can make? I mean, you don't have to be handy to make a gun. It's relatively easy. But what they do want is the law in place. Because once that law is in place, it acts as a wedge to kick in the door of the citizens' property rights all over and then you could have fines and that is how i view red flag laws i view red flag flag laws the same way i view the department of justice going after pro-life women and catholic entities once they have that foothold now they're going to use it to confiscate the rest of your money and property this has to be the goal of even democrats no you can't successfully confiscate 40 million guns how, uh, have they given this any thought, or do you think it's just a weak jab to really hide the knockout that's coming for the fines and the control once they have any law in place to uh, disarm you? Well, one, 40 million is a very pitifully small number. It's estimated to be between 500 million to 300 million firearms in circulation in the United States. But the, the Democrats, wow. their entire mindset, is they work off fear. They make a couple of people as the prime examples of what happens, and they do a big production. They throw the full weight and force of government against it, and then they expect the rest of the people to kowtow, to to cow down, and give up and either register or turn in their farms during an amnesty period or any of that. But again, the American spirit is quite resilient, and as we've seen historically... And as we're seeing right now, whenever the government tells the, the American people you can't own something, the American people immediately go and say, really? I'm going to go do it. Yeah. And we're seeing that now. You know what's funny? You, we have in Florida some sheriffs that I couldn't be prouder of. They remind me of that old spirit of Americana where they come on television. They're proud to break up street gangs. They're proud to engage and kill assailants. Uh, we have the death penalty here in Florida. And I think that also sets the tone of a dif different confidence among citizens. As you see these blue states lose citizens, these are the citizens that want to have Americanism and the unalienable rights were promised. I think what happens, how does it end when the blue states are only full of Democrat morons? Like um, Cuba? Yeah, that's, look, our founding fathers created our system of government to where each state is a laboratory of democracy. And if a certain segment of the population wants to live in a dystopian hellscape, so be it from me. They could live in that dystopian hellscape as long as they don't bother anyone else. But here's the biggest issue with that. They try to spread this parasitic infection of dystopian hellscape across the rest of the country. And they try to infect my state, they try to infect other states, and they try to, 
and then it just doesn't work. And what's going to happen to places like, as you say, you know, places that are just full of Republican or Democrats, yeah, they're going to make Cuba look like a tropical paradise. Yeah. Because at least Cuba is warm and it doesn't get snow. In Chicago's case, look, I'm not so sure. I mean, between freezing to death and, or getting mugged to death, you know what? I'd rather deal with the uh, hot and with the heat, sweat, and humidity oh, and mosquitoes that is Florida. I love it. I love it, it, it just as much as you do. And it's fun, um, Lewis, in a way, to watch how many good police officers are leaving these hell holes. Because now the police officers face retribution instead of the criminals. And as you see this case in New York, you realize that it is always going to be the perpetrators in these Democrat areas that have the protection of government. How has Florida done with the $5,000 if you come here from another police department? We help you with moving costs. Do you have any numbers on that? I don't have the numbers on it because, you know, I'm, I'm no longer wearing the badge, but I could say this. Talking to my buddies that are still wearing the badge, there has been an explosion <laughs> in applicants from outside of state moving here. I'm trying to get my nephew a Chicago copper. That, that, that question was specifically for him and the other great Chicago policemen who have to be afraid to get out of their car and protect good people. It's uh, really something to watch. But uh, Louis Valdez, I love having you on. I want everyone to go to Gun Owners of America. What's the name of the website? Is it .org or .com? I can't remember. Gun, gunowners.org. Gunowners.org and support that organization because they're the ones that are fighting for your rights instead of your government that is sworn to uphold them. Luis Valdez, thank you, brother. Thank you, brother, and keep up the good work and being a shining beacon of liberty in these dark and troubled times. Absolutely. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. So much to talk about. So many Democrat failures. So many examples of Democrat corruption, incompetence. You want to go with the biggest scheme, how countries are de-dollarizing, or you want to go with the failings of our own banking system economy? Or how about the plan to implode it in a hurry? With today's termination of the final remnants of Title 42, Joe Biden has officially abolished what remained of America's borders and turned the United States into a dumping ground for illegal aliens from all over the world. We've become a third world nation. At this very moment, illegal aliens are lined up by the tens of thousands, ready to break into our country, knowing that even if they are caught, Joe Biden will order them immediately released into American communities. And many of these people are very dangerous. Under Biden, our border is gone. Our sovereignty is gone. Our national security is gone. And we are quickly becoming that third world nation that I've been talking about for so long. It's happening to us, if you can believe that. The United States of America is now a third world nation. On day one of my new administration, I will end this travesty and restore the sovereign borders of the United States of America. We will immediately resume expedited removals of people that are crossing illegally our border and following the model of President Eisenhower, we will use all necessary federal, state, local, and military resources to begin the largest domestic deportation effort in American history, to send the border violators back to their home countries, and we will do that immediately. This invasion will not stand. Our country is being invaded. Our country is being destroyed by very, very stupid people. These are stupid people. We have to get them out. 
We have to take back the White House. Thank- well, you won the last time and you're not in the White House. What makes you think you'll, the outcome will be different this time? There's still morons listening to sports radio. There's still morons that think there's a Democrat party rather than a mafia intent on failure, protecting criminals, giving every excuse of why not to go after the real bad hombres, as you used to say in 2015. Thank you, Madam Chair. Madam Administrator, um, the two cartels that are sending fentanyl into the United States are located in Mexico, aren't they? Yes, sir. And isn't it a fact that we could stop those cartels in their tracks if President Lopez Obrador would invite American military and or law enforcement personnel to come into Mexico and work with his military and law enforcement personnel? Senator, what I would say from my purview as the head of the DEA. It, but is my, is my statement true or not? What I would say is that we're focused on the two cartels. By the way, as the head of the DEA, if 138 million people died from fentanyl, what did you do about it? I mean, the facts are the facts. I don't care about the accidental accidental stash you stumbled on by, by mere happenstance. I mean, what have you really done to that? Because I'll tell you what, if the, if the cartels were on the stock market, I'd much rather have cartel stock than banking stock, no matter how much man hands Janet Yellen tells me it's great. Because what's happening is you're failing. And it won't be long, and you'll be just like Mexico or any other Democrat sewer, where the politicians are reaping the rewards from the cartels who are campaign contributing to them. You think I'm exaggerating? Did you hear about the O'Keefe return to investigative journalism? Did you hear about the money that was funneled into the Biden administration and nobody knows where it came from? Hello? Hey there, Cindy. My name's James O'Keefe, and we're doing a story on, um, on the amount, number of people that have donated with your address. Did you donate to Act Blue, a p- political cause? How many times a month do you donate to Act Blue? I don't know. I don't know how many times. I don't understand why why um, I'm getting this. Well, the question is, you did donate to Act Blue, right? Yes, uh, once in a while, yes. Did you donate a thousand and nine times? I don't know. I mean, I may, once in a while I donate five or, or so dollars or something like that during election year. What about $18,850? I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> Not that many donations. This is a poor little neighborhood, the east side of this country, where the people don't have $18,000 to donate, but they have an address. And that's all you need to launder money and bribe a Democrat. No, I don't think so. <laughs> well, the Federal Election Commission indicates that that much money was donated to Act Blue and Biden for president. I wish I, I wish I could have donated eighteen thousand dollars to Biden's presidency. How much did you donate? I don't know. I don't. Order know. of magnitude. I, I like I said, I donate five dollars once in a while to, to because I have various charities I like to give to. Do you know people are using your address? I don't think so. So. Interestingly enough, she said she donates something like $5 a month. But um, we're getting kind of a pattern of reactions here as we, as we do this. The woman was a very nice lady. She 
talk to us. So interestingly enough, it's even in a, even a two-party consent state like Maryland, with the camera out in the open, people are still being honest. <laughs> this is sort of new to me. Usually we use the covert cameras, but maybe the camera's a truth serum. But does it sound about right that there's been 18,000 contributions? Absolutely not. For the... For Absolutely not. In the amount of like $170,000? Absolutely not. Really? Another woman busted. They had her address donating 18,000 times. You think it's still a political party? It's a mafia supported by dimwits and mafia members. Tom in Blue Island. Hey, Sean, Dittles, buddy. Hey, man, I'm sorry you had to call, you had to follow me this morning as a radio caller. I know that had to be uh, a little. <laughs> no, when I call, there's no rules. I don't want any special treatment. Just put me in line. <laughs> hey, so listen. Look, I might have to work Monday, so if you're going to start causing uh, circumstances where you're going to need backup at the cigar oh, house, it's going to take me like an hour to get there. Did you man. look so, you at know, these four f- losers? Did you look at the bust outs? Do you think I'm going to need help, brother? That's not even going to be help. But you I'll just, bet you, know, you I don't. I'll bet you I don't deep. lose a button or mess my hair. And I want all four just of them at the same beef, time. John, so Thank you. Hey, no, John, I'll take care of it. a little beef so your hair doesn't... Don't worry. They'll still be in the corner it. crying when you get off work. Thank you very much. Craig in Mount Greenwood. Oh, what is, oh. Hey, Sean. What's up, kid? You, you're trimming a bush? Boy, oh, boy. Can't, yeah, I gotta, oh, no. Oh. I was thinking of doing some plumbing. You're going to do some plumbing now? Listen, you're a sick son of a gun. Go ahead. Hey, listen. These guys got all they need. If there was a single one of these politicians that, that's supposed to be one of the good guys, one of the uh, conservatives, one of the Republicans, all the stuff like that, you were talking about it all early on your program with all the stuff with the money and the thing and destroying our country uh, economically. All right. What they got going on with that border, I mean, here's the interesting thing. You got all kinds of uh, Democrat uh, uh, politicians and cities and stuff claiming about this uh, disaster. They're, that they're, yeah. It's a disaster. It's a thing. Why don't they take and why can't they arrest this guy for taking the one thing the government it's all falling into place craig what did you see Lori lightfoot the last thing she did before she tried to celebrate herself as the loser that she is what's the last thing she did what all democrats do she begged for money i need money because she's a bust out and she'll get it because there is what she's paid to do as well they love the failure they can't get enough of it they're democrats and it gives them excuses to run for office and then they really make all the money dark money and nobody asks questions, except a few guys. Yes. Okay. So that's not you doing that? No, it's not. But, but, but do, 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 does the frequency ring a bell that you're donating that much every, like, ten times a day sometimes? No. 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 Do you think someone is maybe fraudulently? Um... I wonder if the new IRS agents, are you going to audit that? 18,000 donations? Ten times a month? 180,000 to a lady that probably doesn't have 1,800 to her name? You're going to look at that? No, you like that. And then the money goes to the crooks, and the government protects the cartels. I'm sure none of it was cartel money. All corporate honest money, you know, to help the Democrats. You rat bastards. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome. On the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Oh, I wonder exactly how many people have to go through this story 
before people pull their head out of their ass. Stop voting Democrats. How many? How many? Robin Sherrill, police say the gunfire came from two people who stepped out of a vehicle. They unleashed a hail of bullets. Down- See, they're not people. They're gang-banging, low-life, scourge, scum. And they're protected by the government. On a crowded residential street. It happened on this Englewood block, now draped in crime tape and littered with evidence markers. When we heard it, I was like, man, they shooting. Boom, 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 boom. Man, it was long. This neighbor who asked us to hide her face says she was around the block from the gunfire at a playground with children. Kids just got down. You know, everybody got down, but it was over here on this side. But, you know, bullets don't have no name. The gunfire erupted around 5.30 p.m. near Union and 61st Place. Now, the Democrat says the gun's the problem, not the lowlife pulling the trigger. See, but there's, what did he say? How many guns? 500 million guns in America? Seems the only ones that are dangerous are in the hands of the scum, the products of the CPS. Crowd was gathered on the block, police say, enjoying the warm evening when a vehicle pulled up. And by the way, is this a racist thing? I don't think it is. I don't think this has anything to do with race. This has something to do with street gangs controlling everything in the sewers of the Democrats. These two individuals exited that vehicle and fired uh, several rounds down the street. Police say at least five people were shot. Two men, ages 19 and 26, were taken to University of Chicago Hospital where they died. Now I'm wondering, do you think, Squirrel, it's because they're just protecting the supply chain, the flow of the product that enriches them? Um, who we believe are doing exactly what you say. They're responsible for the fentanyl company. Let me ask you again. If, if President Lopez Obrador invited the American military and or American law enforcement officials to come into Mexico... I love Kennedy, but how does he think Obador got elected? To work with the same in Mexico, we could stop the cartels, could we not? Senator, I believe this is a, this is a whole-of-government effort and has to be, including whether it's the military, us, FBI, now, Madam, and Madam Administrator, I lis- I've listened to you here for almost an hour telling us how bad fentanyl is. Thank you for that, but we know. Yes, sir. I'm going to ask you a third time. If President Lopez Obrador invited American, the American military and our law enforcement personnel to come into Mexico and work with the same in Mexico, we could stop the cartels. Isn't that a fact? So, Senator, I can speak to the law enforcement side of this. Um, and you just mentioned. Listen to how Democrats don't want to answer. You know, it's almost not even fair because I don't allow the Democrats to listen. Do you not think these stories are connected? Three other people, including a 17-year-old boy, ended up at other hospitals with non-life-threatening wounds. They weren't shot by guys that were killing them because they were on a, uh, a job list that they tried to get. They were shot by gangs. Here's a story that went virtually unheard. A convicted felon stands next to floor mopping equipment, holding a pair of assault-style rifles, abiding by the drug gang's motto, We Stay Dangerous, according to FBI agents, who say the guns were to be used in a retaliatory attack. This man, among nine in custody tonight following a six-year federal investigation, charges now revealing the ruthless threats faced by Chicagoans and the deep investigative efforts underway by law enforcement. Six years you investigate him? How many people did they kill in six years? That seems like a long time to investigate drug-dealing roaches. 
Undercover videos and pictures of people charged tonight with doing sizable drug deals, cocaine, crack, heroin. Sounds like a Friday night in the White House. Where's Hunter? Oh, he's banging his sister-in-law? Oh, okay. And much of it containing frequently deadly fentanyl. Since 2017, federal agents snapping pictures from on high as guns allegedly changed hands from car trunks. Agents and informants following suspects as they allegedly did gun and drug deals. Videos and telephone intercepts quoted in numerous... Do you know where one of the gang members lived, Squirrel? Hinsdale. Huh. Look at that. Even a drug-dealing, low-life, roach, gang-banging fraud knows Chicago is too dangerous to live. After all, you're making a tremendous amount of money because our DEA is so effective. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little There's a lot of books, so a lot of new books. Me. I said, this looks, looks like anybody can write a book. But what makes a book worth reading is the perspective of the author. The perspective of my next author is beyond interesting. She started out as a prosecutor. She has a 100% conviction rate. She started out in the domestic violence portion of law. She then becomes a judge in 1993. We all know her name. I'm more interested in reading this book because of her perspective. She is Judge Janine Pirro. The new book, Crimes Against America, The Left's Takedown of Our Republic, comes out in 11 days. Judge, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? I'm good tonight. Thanks so much for having me. You know, this is such an interesting time to come out with a book like this. But more importantly, from your your perspective as a judge, as you see these once great cities imploding. Yeah, yeah. You know, the the amazing part of this is that the, I never expected the book would be as timely as it is right now with the border literally uh, being destroyed. I mean, we are no longer a sovereign nation with a border. We're simply a globalist landing spot with benefits. Anyone can come while the rest of us work, try to make a living, pay our taxes, get up early, work late. You know, we've got a whole group, five million so far in the first two years of the Biden administration. And now they expect another 10 million in the next two years. Uh, where we can't even afford the social safety net that it's going to cost to take care of them. The streets and the cities are imploding. Chaos and anarchy reigns. And uh, we've also got a president who's clueless uh, as it relates to the American people, the economy, inflation, and, uh, you know, the idea of law and order in our society. And that's the most important part, because none of this would be made possible if the federal government hadn't decided to support the nullification of laws by what I call Democrat mafia sewer states, but that are primarily run by Democrats. (laughs) And this is something that's fascinating to me. So you start out, you're an AG, basically, you're an assistant AG, and you start out as a prosecutor, and you help keep society functional because you are putting away the scourge and the scoundrels. In the once great city of Chicago, now a sewer of corruption, Our AG protects the perpetrator, time in and time out. 
And she gets elected again because the mindset of the, the willful slave that votes for their own greed and self-interest in welfare, it ignores the reality of exactly how the government is making these areas more and more dangerous. So if you don't have the will to follow through on law, the trajectory is already there, and you're just, we're in the natural position, correct? Right. The, the shame of this is that the first order of government is the protection of its people. And with the defunding of the police, I mean, you know, the minority communities are hurt the most, to be honest with you. You know, in the urban areas where, I mean, who are the victims of, 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 of black crime? Black victims. And we don't pay enough attention to that. And the fact that, you know, you've got people living in urban areas who want the police, who need the police. They need peace. They don't need gangbangers. They don't need drug dealers. And they don't need people running around with guns uh, who think that they can just settle things with guns. And with the defunding of the police and with these mayors, mostly Democrat mayors in the large cities, who are saying to the police, you know, uh, not only are we going to demoralize you, but we're going to make you stand down. We're going to make sure that you don't uh, make arrests, that we don't respond in the amount of time that you need, according to a 911 call. The police are now reluctant. It's, you know, it's the old Ferguson effect, that yeah. they're absolutely afraid to make arrests because of what's going to happen to them. And then we end up with situations like the one on the subway in New York City, uh, with uh, Jordan Neely and uh, I think it's Daniel uh, Penny. And, you know, it's a sad case for Jordan Neely, arrested 44 times. And it's a sad case for the guy on the subway car, Dan uh, David Penny, who simply was trying to help people uh, because the guy was threatening everyone and it indicated that he was willing to die. If you're willing to die and if you're willing to go to jail for life, that means you're homicidal or suicidal or both. And it really doesn't matter, uh, you know, what you say. If you're threatening everyone, they're calling the police, the police can't come, you're in a subway car, who's going to protect you? There's nowhere to run if you're on a subway car. So, I mean, we are we are facing a real problem in this. Thank you very much. I have a story We're in Chicago that a man is arrested less than an hour after stabbing a 37-year-old man in the loop. We have a revolving door system. When they're arrested in the, cities of, in the city of Chicago, Kim Fox releases criminals. She has now allowed people to steal $1,000 a day. The recidivism yep. is outrageous. We've had 59 people killed on murderers that were released from prison. So when the government refuses to do this particular job, this is th there is no change in sight if this is allowed to stand. Does the federal government, in theory, have jurisdiction to correct the corrupted local governments that ignore the law? Of course they do. Of course they do. But this is Joe Biden's federal government. This is Merrick Garland's federal government. This is the attorney general who believes that parents are domestic terrorists if they're interested in, in, in protecting their children and making sure that, uh, you know, someone of the opposite sex doesn't come in to the bathroom with their children. It's all backwards. And Kim Fox has a reputation, a well-deserved reputation, as someone who really is not capable of being a prosecutor. She's another Soros-funded prosecutor. I mean, look at the Jesse Smollett case. Look, I love Chicago. I lived in Chicago. And right now what you've got is a city 
that is out of control. And you would think that when Obama was president, at least, that, you know, they clean the place up a little bit. No, the south side of Chicago continues to be a place where kids don't even jump when they hear the sound of a gun. So uh, this is a takedown of America. It's crimes against America. That's why I wrote the book. This is a, a, a significant time in American history when we've got all of the institutions who are failing and intentionally failing. Capitalism is bad. Law and order is bad. Uh, and is and, that, you know, uh, is, yeah. is, that, is that the part of your book? Because, you know, living in Chicago and, and, and you articulated it, there's only one conclusion you can come to. I don't waste my time watching sports. All I do is focus on news and politics. The reality yeah. is this is intentional because government is the only industry that the more it fails, the more money and power it gets. This is a flaw in the system. And then it explains why all of the oligarchs that make their money of, off of the corruption in government and failing countries like Soros fund these failures. They're simply doing their job, which is to fail in the services of this nation. Correct? There's no question about it. It is intentional. And to be honest with you, when I think of Joe Biden, I think of a man who was complicit, complicit with the illegal invasion into this country. The federal government has an obligation to protecting us. And right now, what, what we've got are people coming in and not even being given alien registration numbers. That these people, who's, who is a pedophile? Who's an MS-13 gangbanger? Who is a thief? Who drives drunk? Who beats his wife? I mean, many people come here because they want to enjoy the cornucopia benefits that America is willing to offer. But, you know, at some point, it's got to stop. Americans can't keep paying for the world. We're worried about care, Social Security, and we're bringing in 10, 20 million people at a clip. This is this is uh, uh, it is it is beyond what our forefathers could ever imagine. And it's wrong. It's terribly and, wrong. And, you know, Judge, how did this because I it, theoretically I under, listen, I love the principle that if you are suffering under a corrupt government like the one in Chicago, even though it happens to be in Venezuela and you're a good person, <laughs> I want I want you. To, I mean it. I want you to come. But in the same vein, this is how our ancestors Ooh. came here. Our, our ancestors came here this way. But there wasn't this array of massive costs. This is the real issue. And we could have open immigration or an easier flow of immigration if we didn't simultaneously guarantee a money laundering scheme of phony entitlements. They're not really entitlements. You see the kids in Chicago, they can't fracking read. We're paying $30,000 a year to educate them. The health care yep. sucks because you've lost uh, yep. so many good doctors and hospitals. So it's really a lie built on a lie wrapped in a, in a phony uh, virtue shield of altruism because the guys who, who perpetrate these crimes, these politicians and their funders, they're stealing all the money anyway. So the benefits don't really exist, right? They don't exist. And the truth is that when you look at things like the United Federation of Teachers and you look at the Randy Weingartens of the world, I mean, we need more money for the schools, money for the schools, money for the schools. You're kidding. More money for the schools? The schools have been. 
open. Schools in Russia are open. The Catholic schools, the Lutheran schools, the charter schools, they're all open. What the hell is the problem that you can't open the schools? Why are you only interested in a metric where we can close the schools as opposed to figuring out where, when we can open the schools? And by the way, Randy Weingarten does nothing but support Democrat candidates. And that money is being used to support the Democrats. It's like a money laundering operation. Yeah, that's and what it is. A money laundering. Where do you think Randy Weingarten is right now? She's a woman oh. in the Ukraine. She said she's checking out the educational system. Well, there is no <laughs> educational system. The schools have been Judge. bombed to the, the smithereens. I have been against this action in Ukraine since the very beginning. How do you go from a country that everybody knows is the most corrupt country in Europe, corrupt. where Joe yep. Biden bragged about the billion-dollar loan guarantees, and we don't know who the hell got the loans. It's an oligarch-run yep. former Soviet Union, and the American people have been whipped into unconsciousness, where they're just giving hundreds of billions now. And it doesn't matter how much evidence we have that they're stealing the fracking money. It's going to go on. How does this happen if you, don't ha- if you have a media that has been completely infiltrated? How, does it, how do you save it? Well, I'll tell you how you save it. You got to get the American people out there. And whether it's the DA's office, whether it's the school board, uh, you know, whether it's the city council, whether it's, it doesn't matter. It's time for parents to get involved in the education system, in the political system. And if they don't, then we're going to lose this country. That's why I wrote Crimes Against America. They're absolutely going to, we are going to lose this country. And in the end, in the end, there's only if Joe Biden runs again, it can't work. It can't possibly work. Judge, I mean, this Joe guy's Biden, clearly he's clearly got dementia. Look, I mean, he's clearly unfit. Is, he's not only unfit, he's corrupt. When you've yeah. got ten million ten million dollars going into the Biden's homes. It's preposterous. And, and, you know, the wife, the ex-wife, the girlfriend, the lover. This is all backwards. So, so the, you know, the, as far as. Yeah. The years you were in Chicago, the years you were in Chicago, it all stems from here. It really does. This is not only the communist capital of America. This is where they perfected the scheme of phony philosophy wrapped in that swindle of Marxism, right? It's going to be great with more money. And then they partner with the short-in-the-pants Democrat mafia. And these guys... Perfect it. We have two cohorts of corruption. You have to, Mike Madigan, who I know you know the name, and, and the dimwit who went on Rush Street with a pocket full of Viagra who pretended to be a man, Ed Burke, and his wife is a Supreme Court right. justice in Illinois. This, these are the most successful yep. gangsters who will never see a fracking day in, a, in jail. I don't even think a courtroom. Yep. So they've perfected yep. stealing, right? Well, the problem is that Look, it. Oh, we lost you. These big are protecting the criminals. They're Democrats, and it's got to change. And I think more and more Democrats, uh, whether it's minorities, whether it's Latinas, uh, whether it's women, are starting to realize that the Democrat Party is not the party that's going to save you. And if if abortion becomes the issue, then it's then the Republicans are are it's not going to work. It's not going to work for Republicans. I'm tired of abortion. I'm tired of that whole issue. we got to leave that to the state and call it a day. But they're not willing to do that. Now, Judge Janine, so, are, you still, are you still licensed? Licensed to do what? 
to be a lawyer? Because if I get sued after this interview, my lawyer is 380 pounds. I would much prefer to have you defend me if you don't mind. Well, I don't mind defending you at all. And to be honest with you, I mean, we've all got problems. They're suing all of us. But in the end, in the end, what we've got to do is stay true to America, stay true to the founding fathers, the Constitution, and not let all of this nonsense allow these small number of people, along with the mainstream media, control what we do as Americans. And we don't want them to control our lives. It just can't be. The new book, Crimes Against America, The Left's Takedown of Our Republic. She is Judge Janine Pirro. You made my night, not just because I have a little crush on you. I love the book. I love listening to you. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me on. Take care. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is The Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Law and order. Look at you. Void in these Democrat hellholes. The government protects perpetrators. And they're more interested in intimidating honest Americans who want the law and order. That's what you're seeing. That's what it's like when you allow Democrats to pretend to be anything other than what they are, a mafia that profits from failure. I mean, how much more of it do we have to put up with? Glenn in Kissimmee, Florida. Not in Oak Brook, in Kissimmee this week, sitting on my patio having a cigar. I'm proud of you. So, uh, I love it. So in order to fix the problem, you cannot be neutral. Ellie Weissel said, you, if you're neutral, you support the oppressor. So you cannot be neutral. Either you have to be a fighter or you have to have help the fighters, but you can't be Absolutely. Neutral. And look at the devastation to the areas when you pretend that this is not a mafia. Everywhere they rule, everywhere, municipality, county, city, state, it's all the same. This is the philosophy of the failed Marxist corrupt whore. That's what they do. They understand. There's big money in failure, in particular when it's government failure. You're talking trillions now. And that's, that's, the, that's the explanation. This is not an accident. This is not, oh, we'll just get it right in a few more years. They're making billions, not millions anymore. Thank you very much, Glenn and Kissimmee, Florida. Valerie, one of my favorite Amy Winehouse songs. Valerie and Chirac. Oh, hello, dear Sean. How are you? Good, good. How are you? I am good. I have a solution to the problem. All right. We pull all the ballots that people have voted for Biden, and we send 10 people to their house and say, "Um, well, guess what? Now you have to support them. And then two things will be solved. Is he really the president? No. And and the Democrats get a dose of their own medicine. Yeah, nobody wanted to audit the outcome. And they fast-tracked it through, and they had this staged, phony insurrection that was nothing more than a protest participated by decent people. I still have very, very unanswered questions. Not just Ray Epps. I thought Ted Cruz asked the most important question to the FBI. Were there pretend Trump supporters dressed in Trump garb in the Capitol? We were kind of on our way to find out. There was a guy that had a bunch of videos that the government didn't want people to see. How long after he aired uh, two of them did he get fired, Squirrel? 
Oh, that was pretty quick. Dan, Hanover Park. Hey, Sean. Uh, great show. I love hearing you. Me too. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, I was wondering about the um, uh, with the Jordan Neely case. Now, that Marine's been charged for manslaughter. What's going to happen to the black man who was helping him right there? Is he going to get a charge, or is he just black enough to get away with this one? I mean, it's, he was the, I mean, it's too, New York, right? brother. It's New York. That kid's going to get railroaded. That kid's going to get railroaded. Yeah. And when he gets railroaded, he'll be in the cooler, and his family will mortgage their house, and they'll hire an attorney, and they'll have to appeal it up because the judicial system in these Democrat sewers are occupied by Democrats, like the two Cook County sitting judges that are on the Table of Wisdom LLC investment with Ed Burke. They love it. So that's why you can't afford to be in these Democrat sewers, not just because of the taxes and the cost, because if you're not in on this scheme, there is no law you can use as your shield. It is the weapon of the fascist Fourth Reich member, the Mafia Don, pretending to be a Democrat. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Oh, Friday. Barry Manilow. Love Barry Manilow. Absolutely love him. He kind of looks like the girl who said uh, Trump raped her. In the meantime, when I was talking to Judge Jeanine, my phone was blowing up. I have family members, absolutely love her. And you know, it's a very funny thing to have Judge Jeanine Pirro on. You know her from Fox News, but what's astonishing is to watch the way in which Democrat women, and that includes a lot of their men, hate her. And it's funny, how many people know, really know her, know what she did? I, you know, I knew she was in Chicago, but I didn't know what her business was. It was none of my business. But just what you know from her bio. She began her career as the assistant district attorney in Westchester County, New York. It was there that she started the first domestic violence unit in the nation in the nation people forget the kind of success this woman had she also was the first woman as a young litigator in the history of the county to prosecute a murder case as a trial attorney she had a hundred percent conviction rate in 1993 she was elected to westchester county district attorney she held the position for 12 years, then she became a judge. And she's attacked by all of the do-nothing, good-for-nothing Democrat scallywags and roaches. She's attacked. This is a woman, when she talks, you should almost have to pay her. And instead, her opinion is ignored, and you wallow in the failure of these Democrat affirmative action morons as they destroy once great cities. Well, good morning. Just from where we're standing here, we can see several people on the floor of the lobby here at this police station here in Greater Grand Crossing. Now, the lawsuit that was filed argues that the city, among other things, would be violating its lease with CPS. Our specific frustration lies in the continuous and blatant disregard for the safety and overall quality of life of black residents as many of these migrants have been dumped 
in our neighborhoods without a plan in place to monitor and house them long term. A number of now this is a black community suing a government led by black Democrats. And all they have to do is enforce the fracking laws that have been on the books forever. In fact, I remember when a Democrat president in the 90s spoke on this issue. All Americans, not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country, are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more, by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before, by cracking down on illegal hiring, by barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. In the budget I will present to you, we will try to do more to speed the deportation of illegal aliens who are arrested for crimes, to better identify illegal aliens in the workplace as recommended by the commission headed by former Congresswoman Barbara Jordan. We are a nation of immigrants, but we are also a nation of laws. It is wrong and ultimately self-defeating for a nation of immigrants to permit the kind of abuse of our immigration laws we have seen in recent years, and we must do more to stop it. Boy, oh boy, when he wasn't molesting interns or dodging his rash of a wife with the big thighs, he sounds almost like a Republican. Now compare that to the t- today's 2023 American Mafia member pretending to be a Democrat of the same party of the intern molester. Let me ask you about this severe overcrowding we're already seeing in detention facilities. They're overflowing such that you've announced a new policy this week that allows some highly vetted migrants to be released into this country, but with no court date and no way to track them. Now, late yesterday, a federal judge struck that down. What now then? What do you do about this overcrowding? So we we consider that ruling to be very harmful. Uh, The procedure that we were executing uh, is something uh, that other administrations have done. These individuals are screened and vetted, and then they are released and then placed into immigration enforcement proceedings. Uh, The Department of Justice is, of course, considering its options with respect to the court's ruling. But we're ready for different eventualities, Savannah. You know, what people, I just say, people at home will hear that wait and even if it's just a subset you know relatively a small number you say the border is not open but there is a subset of people who are being released into this country with no court date and no way to track them i mean that sounds like the border is open for some it's getting harder and harder to cover up the intentional sabotage of our nation isn't it How can we tell that it's working, Mr. Secretary, because all we see is a lot of people at the border trying to get in? Well, that is that is a phenomenon, by the way, that is not unique to our southern border of the United States. It's something we're seeing across the entire region. But I've been very clear that our plan is going to take some time to show results. It's like Chicago. Just hang on a little longer. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. Bonnie, Harvard. Hi. Um, I have an eBay store. I went on to leave feedback for somebody today, and I saw an ad for people 65 and older 
uh, or senior citizens, I think that's 65, to receive up to $900. I don't know if that's a month or, or a year. Uh, so I thought, what is this? I, I went to check it out, and it asks questions when you get to the site. And it says, are you a resident or citizen? You can click yes or no. And you pick, you, you have to click an age. It gives you three age options. And one of them was for age under 65. And um, so I clicked no. I clicked on under 65, which I'm not. I'm over. Right. And um, I clicked uh, I clicked on that. And it seems like it's going to make a, an option for people who are not senior citizens to get this money. And, and then I clicked no, like I'm not a citizen or a resident. And it says, well, click on this page, on both of them. Click on this, click here to answer seven questions. Just Not like if you're not a citizen yeah. or I- not a resident. Like it gave me gave an option. So you filled it out like you were under sixty five and you were not a resident. I only have one question for you, Bonnie. What are you going to do what with is? your nine hundred dollars? Because you're going to get page wouldn't open for me. I think they figured out that I was goofing around or something. It well, Bonnie, next time film yourself and once you get the nine hundred dollars, send it into James O'Keefe because that's under that's investigative reporting that we can't get Chuck Gowdy to do with his wide hips. Bonnie, thank thanks, you for this. Thanks for the idea. Thank you very much. We'll be back with the rest of your calls and ideas after this. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Excellent poll. keep forgetting it's Friday. See, when you love what you do, every day is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I miss that I can't do it on the weekend. Drag Lake Geneva. Hey, Bud, how you doing? You know, you you played a clip of uh, Bill Clinton earlier, and yeah, he sounded like solid and all that, but it's easy to forget what an absolute nutbag he was and all yeah. the lying and BS that he did. Well, Madeline Albright, it's you know, and yeah. uh, listen, I'm not, uh, what, I'm not, I'm not a Bill Clinton fan, but there, the, you know, you oh, had no. to get if you were going to get elected in the '90s, you had to uh, support American law. You know, he signed welfare sure. reform, he signed the 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 criminal act that put people away for the three strikes, and you spend the rest of your life in in, in jail. The welfare reform thing, he oh, yeah. uh, vetoed it twice. They said, yeah, they did. he vetoed it twice, and then he came to the realization that this is something he can't just blow off, so then, yeah. then he took credit for it. Yeah, but, no. But then he, then he got hit Barack Hussein and the dimwit, and they just basically both said, Well, I mean, you take, it the, take a look at the bad things outside of Mena, Arkansas, and how he cheated the people in Arkansas, but you take a look at uh, the bad things. You go to Madeleine Albright, the hundreds of thousands of kids she killed. And, Janet Reno. Yeah, Janet Reno, that fella. Boy, I like that. Yeah, you, I, I, I'll tell you what, I got $20 says she's related to Janet Yellen. You want to take that bet? Ah, you're too smart to take that bet. Thank you very much, Greg in Lake Geneva. Ryan, New Lennox. Sean, I am just beside myself with worry this, this evening. Lori Lightfoot has given us so much 
Um, <laughs> I, I do not believe that we've given her the send-off she deserves. I'm worried she's going to be on unemployment. She must yeah. be fearful. She's out of a job. Yeah, the best think so. we can yeah. do for her right now, Sean, is we can brainstorm some ideas for her future employment. So I've got two, and I want to hear your thoughts. Go ahead. The first is she could be a model for Donald Trump's suits since she wears about his size. Uh, and the second, if Channing Tatum makes another one of those Magic Mike movies, I'd like to see her in it. I think she could make a cameo. I think she could be. She could, he was in the he was in the movie too, the end of the world one, which I found very entertaining. I think she'd be better suited for that one. Um, but I do like your ideas. But I, I think we're both wrong. I think she's going to end up working for the developer in Winnetka that threw the five thousand dollar plate fundraiser for her. Nobody really looked into that, Ryan. Thank you very much. But I think I found out. Why? Well, Tanya Bailey's releasing new site renderings late last night. The plan was approved by the city, though, earlier this week. Take a look. The casino resort development will be located at Halstead and Chicago Avenue on the riverfront. The updated design, a bit less flashy than previous plans. Bailey says this new design is meant to create a sense of wonder. and a- It's a billion dollars to build a casino in the ghetto. Who's going to go to the casino in the ghetto? Be a lot of ass cracking at the casino. It's uh, not going to be good. It's going to be terrible. But there's going to be a lot of money that is paid for by federal, state, and local grants. This is the scheme. That's why you throw the fundraising $5,000 plates. And every little wannabe gangster with their buttery soft hands and their big fat derrieres gets in on it. It's a scam. It's not a political party. It's a mafia. But remember, we win. There's still a tremendous amount of states fighting and they're using the principles of americanism and american law to do it and that's why we'll win have a safe weekend if you're in chicago serpentine and whatever you do stay away from those speeding hondas very dangerous in the meantime i'll see you next week and for all of the scallywags how many states are we in honey buddy 40 how many how many countries we get downloaded 32 countries how many countries do you think the score was downloaded in today i don't think any I'll be back. Have a good weekend. Cue the music, Squirrel. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rockets red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there oh say does that star spangled of communists, Marxists, and socialists from around the world. We're going to beat the ones in this country, too. They're called Democrats, but we're going to beat them. I'll be back Monday. Don't just have a great night. 
Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.